Hi, and welcome to Faithful Like Children, where the Christian life is lived through the lens of a childlike posture. Come chat with us about everything that has to deal with that and much more. God bless and enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was what an intro. What an intro that I just made. Okay. That was pretty epic. So, as you can tell, I am seriously trying very hard to get you guys your one episode a month. But again, I'm trying. So, like, please be patient with me. And hopefully, this will become a more regular thing as the year goes on. But with all that being said, Welcome back to the next episode of Faithful Like Children. I'm so glad that you guys are here, especially for this episode, because we've got a guest and it's a guest. Yeah. So my good friend, Dorothy, we're doing this over a Discord call because Zoom is being dumb and wouldn't do their, it wouldn't extend their uh, free plan for everyone as you guys can probably tell and also um she lives in a completely different state than i do so this is the best that we're gonna have to do but anyways guys welcome to dorothy thank you thank you thank you for having me Sui. of course no problem so how have you been dorothy i've been doing pretty well i've been enjoying my summer nice. you have as well yeah, I have. The last week was like a little kind of crazy though, because my mm-hmm. sister got sick, so we basically didn't do anything. But uh, yeah, it's all, but she's all better now. That's good. Yeah, fully recovered. So whoop de doo da. All right, so Dorothy, what are we gonna be talking about today? Well, we're gonna be talking about something very exciting something I love to talk about. We're going to be talking about prayer today. Woo! <laughs> I know that some of you guys, you might have like heard us talk about about prayer and like what we specifically do because because of certain things that we've talked about like with our own like personal experiences like um like, on the podcast and stuff like that, but, like, this time, we're gonna dedicate an entire episode to it, because it's something that's needed. It's something that's really important, and I feel like a lot of people don't actually realize how important it is. So we're gonna talk about, like, exactly what is prayer, why it's important, what kinds there are, and maybe share a personal story of ours. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyways, let's get crackalackin', shall we? So, Dorothy, what exactly is prayer? I'm really excited to talk about this because I think it's, like you said, really important, you know, and and it's something I, I think that not everybody, it's, it's a pretty simple thing, really, but something that can be daunting, right? And I think at its basics, at the, at the very basics, um, prayer is really 
conversation with God and the wellspring of that relationship that we are all looking for. And prayer, yeah, prayer is is that beautiful conversation that takes place in our hearts or in a certain physical place um, in a church. You know, it could be outside. Lots of times, I don't know about you, but I feel very prayerful without even saying any words in my heart, just standing in nature, just mm-hmm. seeing God's creation. Right? Yeah, so seeing God's creation, of, yeah. Yeah, like that connection of acknowledging God and mm-hmm. and saying, I see you here, or just knowing that you see him here yeah. and kind of open your heart up to him, right? Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say because you pretty much hit every single mark. I feel like, especially like prayer, especially when we're talking about like the message that FLC has, which is, to live out the Christian life in a childlike posture, mm-hmm. I feel like prayer is the definite, like if there's one thing that is so important to maintain a childlike posture, you got to have prayer in your life. If you don't right. have prayer, everything is just going to, in a way, get you down the wrong road yeah I don't, I don't know about you but like when I do not incorporate prayer into my day I can like feel the difference and see the difference in my day it's just it's totally different when I don't have that that mindfulness of God in my in my heart in my in my day present with me everything is more complicated everything is more stressful it's just all in all not a great experience trying to walk without God. Yeah, because, guys, we weren't made to walk this life alone. I know that it seems like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to live my life for God. But if you walk this life by yourself and not rely on him, then, like, that you're not going to do well in this life and I definitely agree with you Dorothy that like there have been times in my life where I didn't get my prayer in and I'm like a completely different person and not the best way like I yeah (laughs) yeah like I feel very like agitated I can get moody I can be mean to people and it's yeah it's just not good (laughs) It's not great. No, it's not at all. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that because we need God. We need him. Yeah. And I know that there's some people that are like, oh, well, I do, like, isn't going to mass on Sunday enough? Mm, The famous is it enough question. Uh, and like, I think that- while it's good that you're going, because, yes, they- you know, keep holy, yeah. no, because keep holy the Sabbath. That's one of the commandments. Good job if you do that. Um, But like, and like, yes, the mass is a form of prayer, actually. So if you didn't know that, now you know. Um, But it's, but really, we're also supposed to like pray to 
you know, pray to God because I know that just kind of like imagine like if you were to call your dad like only one day a week for an hour and sometimes you get distracted and it's not and it's not and you're not like fully in the conversation like wouldn't you like no that's bad like you wouldn't want that like with your dad here on earth so would you want that with your heavenly father right and i think that it also affects you and affects your relationships when you're only doing something to check a box right so like you're going to mass and saying you know this is enough like i go i go to mass i go to confession you know once a year or whatever you know is the bare minimum to to just check the box is not really opening your heart to god it's not really giving yourself to him it's it's just seeing kind of your your faith your your love for god which is the most important thing in life as a a checklist a to-do list and you know as long as you check the boxes it's all right but to really give yourself and to want to just pour yourself out and to pursue a relationship with God because he's pursuing you. So just yeah. kind of like stop and, and, and notice that he's, he's chasing after you and to accept that and to welcome it is totally transformative. And it, you know, that it turns everything from, you know, Oh, I, I do this. I'm good. I'm, I'm, you know, checking all the boxes and I, I don't need to worry about that. You know, the personal stuff isn't really my, it's not really what I like to do. I, I prefer to just kind of go through the motions. It's easiest. It's most comfortable for me. But sometimes you got to just break out of your comfort zone to find what you are truly in your heart looking for. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, Jesus is what we are all looking for, right? Yeah. God is what we need. And so, yeah, I think this whole conversation that we're going to have today is how can we and what what does it mean to really take that step of embracing the fact that god wants to have a relationship with you a conversation with you a continual conversation with you right pray continually and that's that's the beautiful thing right there yeah definitely I also kind of, um, and also in talking about like having a childlike posture, when you look at, you know, the posture of a child, what are children typically? They're typically, they're typically weaker. They're typically dependent on you know, the parents, you know, to care for them, to feed them, to clean them, to, you know, to provide for their basic needs. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I just absolutely love this quote by Pope St. John Paul II. Prayer is in fact the recognition of our limits and our dependence. 
we come from God, we are of God, and to God we return. Amen. My goodness. (laughs) Because, like, it's true, right? Like, you know, because oftentimes in life we think, like, oh, like, I'm getting by, like, just fine. Like, like, if I just do all these works for God, like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to make it to heaven. But once you get to heaven and you're like, Lord, look at this, look at all this stuff that I've done. The Lord is going to say to you, you know, I don't know you. And it's not because he didn't know of the works that you did, but he didn't get the chance to know you as a person. He didn't get the chance to know your heart. He didn't get the chance to know your hopes, your dreams, your desires. And so I feel like it's also important to like bring up that yes, your work can become your prayer. All right. There's a quote by St. Teresa of Avila that says, you know, God is in the pots and pans where you can like lift up your work as a prayer to God. And yes, that's wonderful. But, like, when it comes to, for us as apostle, apostles, not apostles, disciples of Christ, like, we often think that, that, like, I have to do this and I have to do that. And when, like, no, depend on God, like... You're not going to get anywhere if you don't depend on him. Right. And we don't have to. It's it's honestly such a relief because you can accept the fact that you don't have to have all the stuff together. You don't have to know where everything is going to take you. You can just know that he loves you mm-hmm. and that he's got it all under control. I mean, I'm thinking back to like when I was a little kid and I really had no idea like what the next what was going to happen the next week of my life but I knew that my mom and my dad knew and my mom and my dad had a schedule and they had a calendar and I couldn't make sense of any of that stuff but they knew that okay this is happening this day and that's happening that day and Dorothy's gonna get to play with her friends this day and she has school and you know all these things and they had it all taken care of and I just I could depend on that right as kids we can depend on that we don't have to keep up a schedule of all the hours of our day we can just rely on the care of our parents and know that they have our best interests at heart and they're going to take care of the stuff that that we're looking for and make sure that we have time to play and run around but also to study and to sleep you know Mm -hmm. because like i just keep on going back to this quote by St. Augustine, who has now become my homeboy. Yes. Yeah, I think Dorothy can also attest to that, too. Um, But there's a quote of his that is, like, so, 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 so good. Um, And it says, pray as though everything depended on God, work as though everything depended on you. 
but like also you got to look at the words it's not work above prey it's oh yeah prey above work so ultimately if we depend on god in prayer the prayer is going to lead us to do good works and those works depend on us mm-hmm. so that's another key thing of like why prayer is important and speaking of which how about we transition into that so yeah. talk, talk about like why is prayer important like but like really get to like you know the nitty gritty of it mm-hmm. that's where god is in the nitty gritty he's in the he's in the messiness he's in the refined details right mm-hmm yeah, prayer prayer is so important for so many reasons. But I, I think you, you mentioned it at at the first uh, when you when we were starting out that you know how can you know someone if you don't talk to them, if you don't spend time with them, right? Right. How can you how can you really understand someone? I mean we see this in our friendships every day. We all kind of have to you know, we all kind of realize that there are different levels of friendship. And there are, you know, there are friends that we have and we, we can laugh with. And there are friends that we can open up our entire hearts to. Mm-hmm. And and just pour out our hearts to. And they they notice when we're upset and we're not saying it. And they notice when we something's going on in our life and we really need a friend. And they notice when we're happy and we're just living the best life ever in that moment. They notice those things because they know us and because we share the deepest parts of ourselves with, with them and they do the same with us. And that's what God invites us to do. That's, that's why he wants, I mean, he, look at him on the cross. I mean, he poured out everything for us and he invites to pour out everything for him and prayer prayer is that starting point that hello it's it's that beautiful beautiful interaction and it's it's so important because you really you can't you can't have that relationship if you just don't spend time with someone if you don't spend time with god you can't have that that deep deep knowledge and understanding it it just it opens our eyes to see him in every everywhere just really everywhere every aspect of our lives we can see god and um and see life through his eyes and see ourselves through his eyes which is really really important yeah for sure for sure um yeah basically everything that you said is totally what i would say too like <laughs> you nailed it dorothy good job if i shouldn't talk so long i gotta get i see i want to hear your your points too oh well gosh i don't even know like where to begin because you basically like um took everything in your like experience with prayer like how did where have you like found the importance of it um, I've just found, like, the importance of it with 
just getting to know the heart of the Lord. Because, like, as you guys know, like, like Christianity, it's a religion that's based off of a relation. It's not a religion. It's a relationship, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. And you probably have heard that maybe thrown around a bit before. But it is. It's basically having a relationship with a living god and so and obviously there a one-sided relationship isn't isn't good so like you might be thinking like oh but i'm just like sharing about like myself to the lord like 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 where's the relationship in that like because it's hard to hear the lord and yeah that's true but I would probably say that through my prayer experience, I've gotten to know the Lord's heart better. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is so important in the Christian life because, you know, we get to know what the Father's heart is like. And it's just so beautiful that he calls me his daughter even when like it and it doesn't matter what I'm doing it doesn't matter if I'm like praising him like when everything's going well and it doesn't matter if I'm struggling if I'm at a moment where I'm where I may have messed something up if I've sinned or anything like that I would just get to see like the love that the Lord has for me and that the father's heart is revealed to me and it's Uh and it's always like so beautiful because it's just like absolutely I don't know (laughs) it's just I just feel like it's really important also for that in prayer that you also strive to know the father's heart yeah it is it's so important and like i don't know if if you've experienced this in in like your family or or, or friend like circles but i mean like i was saying before with like opening up your whole heart to someone and like noticing little things about them because you know them so well i mean for my for my siblings like I can tell when my door is closed, I can tell which one of them is walking up the steps based on just, like, their footsteps. Like, I just know, oh, that's my older brother. Just by the way he walks, like, the sound of his walk. Because I know them so well, and because I've lived my entire life in the same house with them. Yeah. So I recognize footsteps, right? And their voices. And so when you invite Christ into your heart and and you spend more time with your heavenly father and with the holy spirit you you get to experience god's heart right like you were saying it's so beautiful and then as you spend more time with them and if you as you spend more time with god and and really just be with him you hear him you notice him like a sibling walking down the hallway like oh 
that's my older brother, or, oh, that's my younger sister. You can look around the world and go, oh, that was God. <laughs> you just notice him. Mm-hmm. You can hear him. Because you spent so much time with him and because you've devoted yourself and your time to him, you, I mean, God isn't, God is not selfish. God is so generous. He, when you put yourself into the relationship, he puts infinitely more into it and he, you reap all the benefits. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you're with him and when you, when you spend that time with him, there, you will see results. I mean, you will, you will see your life change and, um, yeah, and just a reminder, be patient. Be patient with yourself, guys, because it takes time. It does take time. And it's it wouldn't be growth if it didn't take time. It wouldn't be a relationship, really, if it was just one second and suddenly you know someone. You know their heart yeah. in and out. That wouldn't be very much a relationship. I think we can all kind of see that in our in our own lives and in our in our in our friendships you know um they take time and so be patient with yourself because god is patient yeah that reminds me of this other thing that's probably really important about prayer is that really just to allow yourself to just be absorbed by just the goodness that the lord offers i was at daily mass a few days ago and and the priest and one of the priests at my parish he said that the saints aren't I'm gonna butcher this like no tomorrow but he he basically said that the saints aren't in aren't like instant dinners they're more like crock pots. Oh my gosh, I love that so Like, not in the fact that they just quickly are like, okay, I'm done with my prayer. All right. And that, you know, 15 <laughs> minutes, that was enough. But they allow themselves to just meditate, to just deeply, like, enter into what's going on in their lives, in their, in their hearts. And so... I feel like that is also another reason why prayer is important. It's to allow ourselves to just sit in what ever is going on in our hearts. Now, some of us might be like, oh, I would rather do anything than, than dive into what's going on in my heart. But the father wants to. Because from yeah. because from that he can transform it to greater glory than anyone can ever imagine. That is so true. Wow, I'm gonna be thinking about that analogy like the rest of my life. <laughs> I can put it in our quote in the quote book that I have, so don't worry. Please do. All right, we'll do after this episode. Okay, so. We've been talking quite a while about what prayer is, like why it's important, but now you might be thinking, okay, well, how do I do it? Like, like, is there a, a specific like way to pray? Like, can I pray wrong? And, and I just first want to say there is no wrong way to pray. 
The only wrong way to pray is if you're not praying at all. Right. Prayer. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Prayer is conversation. You can literally be so angry with what's going on in your life that you're just like having like a screaming match, basically. That's still prayer because you're still opening up your heart to God. You're still, you're, that's honestly some of the most honest form of prayer. It is, is yeah. Is like, you know, telling God I'm angry, telling God I'm really upset. Why did this happen? You don't have to pretend like everything's fine. Yeah. Like, guys, our life isn't a game of poker. Like, we're not supposed to have like a poker face towards anyone that's really close to us so that we can't reveal the cards that we actually have. Uh-huh. And God is no exception to it. Like, he wants to, like, he already knows the cards that you have to play. <laughs> but he's like, but I want you to tell them to me. Yeah, I want it to be your choice. I want you to choose me. Exactly. So when it comes to the two different kinds of prayer, there's two types. I think I just said that again, but... <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, there's two different types of prayer. So, Dorothy, why don't you, like, dive a bit deeper into those? Okay, so there are there are lots of, like, different ways to pray, right? But we kind of have, I guess, two, uh, how can we say it? Two, like, two kind of sections you could go, go into. Um, one would be, like, written prayers or, like, Prayers that someone else has taught you, prayers that you can memorize, um, verses from the Bible that you keep coming back to over and over again. And those are so, so beautiful. I mean, the fact that, I mean, Jesus gave us a prayer to pray, right? The Our Father, and yeah. he, knew, he knew that we would sometimes be at a loss for, at a loss for words and, and we would need to come back to something. And he, that's how well he knew us. He gave us a prayer to pray. He said, this is how you pray. You say this. And he gave us the Our Father. He's so great. I love him. Um, and then there's like spontaneous prayer or like prayer prayer from the heart when you have your own words that you want to say to God and you are articulating them in any way, shape, or form that takes, <laughs> whether it's, like we said before, really strong emotions like anger or sadness or a whole lot of joy. Or if it's just quiet prayer where you're saying, I'm here. I am just sitting here wanting to sit with you. That's that's my prayer tonight. Whatever that is. But it's your kind of from your heart. And no, neither of them is better than the other, really. Um, it's, it's where you come to meet God. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things is that God doesn't weigh your prayer he loves spending time with you whether it's fighting five our fathers and saying i really need to go to bed now or staying up all night with him Mm -hmm. it's not like he's like oh you you only prayed like a decade of the rosary today and you prayed a full rosary like not just like one rosary with the mysteries but like (laughs) 
all oh, the mis- a full one like the entire like all four mysteries it's and because you only prayed like a decade like you're not gonna receive my love like come on come on people if god is love is love and mercy himself is he gonna treat that way to us i don't think so Mm-mm. and he's just happy that you're there like like it doesn't matter if you are seriously struggling to pray the rosary or if you're just struggling to pray and you one day and then the other and then the next day you're like totally perfect and you're like getting your words across like you had this entire thing memorized like Jesus is just like hey I'm just so glad you're here yeah like it just makes me happy like it just makes me happy that my son and that my daughter are talking to me yeah and like I think it's something to remind ourselves of is that I heard Father Mike Schmidt say this one, so I'm kind of stealing it from him, but that prayer is always a response. Prayer, we never really initiate prayer. We never really are the ones to say, um, to, to make the first move with when it comes to God. God is always pursuing us, always calling out to us, reaching out to us. So, when we kneel down to pray or when we, you know, open up the Bible, that is always a response. We're always opening the door to him. and He's always there. Yeah. He's never not searching for us and trying, trying to reach us. He's never not calling out our names. And it's when we take that time to open the door of prayer, open the door of our hearts and invite him inside. I mean, it's like picture the overjoyed look on his face, right? Yeah. <laughs> spend time with us and he's so happy he wants to he wants to be with us and you know whether like we were saying whether that's praying with the bible whether that's writing poetry whether that's just speaking out loud to him or speaking in the quiet of your heart to him yeah and i know that there's like some people that are like okay this is great but like I'm, like, on the very, very baby steps. Like, I need an actual kind of, like, guide to, like, allow myself to, like, try to pray because I've realized that this is really important and I want to make that change, not in the near future or, oh, like, next week. I want to change my life with prayer now. I just need a set, like, list. And guys... There's, like, so many different ways to pray. Like, it is crazy. Yeah. Like, um, like, you can pray a rosary, a decade of one. You can pray the Chapel of Divine Mercy. Um, you can just, you can play worship music and just sing your heart out to that. That's probably one of my favorite things to do. It's actually the reason why I prefer praise and worship style adoration over silent adoration because Mm. because like it feels like I'm actually doing something whereas if I'm like whereas if it's silent I get distracted like no tomorrow (laughs) so yeah and that's another 
just an, like an, another reminder that like we are all different and we all come to Christ differently. We all come to God our Father differently. Yeah. And he accepted one of us uniquely. He, I mean, he made us that way, yeah. right? Yeah. And so if you are someone that's like, oh gosh, I, I totally got distracted when I prayed, you know, a decade of the chaplet of divine mercy. I need to redo it. No, 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 no. You don't need to because God just sees that as like, okay, you got this. We got a little off from the conversation, but now you're back. Let's continue talking a little bit more. I need you to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, another, there are other ways to pray. I mean, one of the ways to pray that, that I love doing and Dorothy also does too is this thing called the liturgy of the hours. Now you might be like, it is wonderful. Um, you might be thinking, well, what is that? Basically it's five or four. I don't really know. Um, like times in your day where you stop and you like reflect on the Psalms, you, like reflect on your day, how it's going so far, what can you do better the next day. And it's a prayer and it's a prayer that all religious sisters, religious brothers and priests take. They all pray it. They make a vow to pray this every single day. And it's just a beautiful way to just, you know, keep God at the center of your day. And it's really awesome too because if you forget to get your morning prayer in, there's also night prayer. So you basically, yeah, night prayer is wonderful. Um, so you have basically no excuse to say like, oh yeah, like I forgot to pray because there's several times throughout the day where you can stop and reflect and everything like that. And then, so those are like a lot of the memorized prayers. There's a website that I know of that I will actually link for you guys in the description for more uh, wrote or memorized or written prayers that you guys can pray because I feel like you guys will really benefit from it because it's not just like, oh yeah, we have like all these really common ones they have like some uncommon ones too like they have this thing called the chaplet of the immaculate heart of mary that i stumbled across uh several months ago and i was like oh what's this like this seems interesting and now i can say that that's basically my marian devotion because oh my gosh i've never even heard of that yeah because i don't like praying the rosary i'm just gonna say i know that I know that everyone says that it's important. I know, but I just don't feel connected to Mary when I pray the rosary. And it's kind of like, what's the point of praying the rosary if I feel like I'm not talking to my mom? Mm. And so, mm -hmm. and so, but whenever I pray the chaplet of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I feel like I'm connected to her. That's beautiful. Yeah, I've definitely found my place in that with like, with the seven stars devotion 
Um, I absolutely love the Seven Stars Devotion, and I will be honest with you, I do not pray the Seven Stars Rosary every day. I pray just, I do um, the meditation on the Seven Sorrows, and then I pray a Hail Mary for each sorrow. And honestly, that's what I've done since I was like 11 years old. <laughs> I think that's what I'll continue to do. Um, because I, it's it's long, and there's nothing wrong with prayers. I just, um, I get distracted so easily, and I know that there's nothing wrong with getting distracted in prayer, but I find it, um, I find that I can devote a lot more time to the meditation when I just pray one Hail Mary, and yeah, I pray with my little sister too, it's something that we do together, but that's, I, I'm definitely, I definitely hear you with the rosary, I do like the rosary, I just find it very hard to pray, mm-hmm. I do. And if you guys are like, yeah, I want to do this prayer, but it seems like really hard, then take baby steps. Yeah, like, honestly. If you find that praying a full rosary is hard, just pray a decade of it. If you find that mm-hmm. praying a decade is really hard, just pray the the Apostles' Creed, one Our Father, and three Hail Marys at the very beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, take baby steps. Yeah, don't. We're children. We're children here. We take baby steps. Yeah, and the thing too is like, prayer is kind of like a workout for the soul, if you will. Like, you don't want to bench press. You don't want to max out on your bench press. Okay, we're n- don't be like my friend Matt who maxed out at the bench press during his first week at Tole Lege. Okay? Don't do that. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt. He also took the photo, the really awesome photos. So we're, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get him on an episode of the podcast soon. Speaking of which, he does have a podcast with his friend, Charlie. Uh, if you guys are interested in, other awesome content make sure you check out their podcast colby jack cheese colby is spelled k-o-l-b-e like saint maximilian colby so yeah check that out it's really great um but yeah anyways (laughs) i just felt like that was appropriate because good stuff yeah, the good stuff, good stuff happens over there. All right. So, is there anything else that you want to talk about when it comes to, like, the kinds of prayer, Dorothy? I don't know. I think, yeah, we can always pretty, pretty, pretty solid, right? Be patient with yourselves, guys. Yeah. And don't be afraid to kind of explore those different kinds of prayer and find what really suits you best and where you feel deeply connected with god i think the prayer journal something that like has really helped me grow closer to god and it was like totally spontaneous like i didn't yeah and it's not yeah yeah. and if you find that you i kind of want to go back to what i was gonna say like again don't max out on the bench press of prayer like start small You know, if you, and if you find like, uh, this is a little much, I need to kind of like 
like knock it down a little bit or try something completely different, do that. Like, I remember I went to LTLC last year and they had like a whole kind of like prayer kind of, not like a prayer workshop, but like they, all the speakers talked about like their favorite forms of prayer and uh, Joel Stepanek, the MC, uh, gave all of us a challenge to pick one form of prayer and do that for the next few weeks. And if we find that we want to stick to it, cool. If it's not working for us, then change it up. Like, you know, just, yeah, just do what, what is going to best suit for you. At least try to like, try to get it in once a day. But I I know you're probably saying, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's just not possible. Just try. God loves it that we're trying, you know? Yeah. So put, put in effort for you. Put for him. He put he put it he puts in so much effort for you. Put in some some effort for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so now we're getting into like the really interesting question. So has there been a time in our lives where we had a powerful experience in prayer? So Dorothy, if you want to start that off. Ooh, I love this question. Mm, I've had a few, honestly. I actually had one. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Celie, but um, Celie and I went to a camp in Ohio together, and um, it's not a camp; it's a summer institute. Oh yeah, it's a summer institute. I'm sorry, not a camp, not a camp. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we went together, and we were uh, during adoration um, one night. I just was like reviewing my day. And I realized that one of my prayers had been answered and it was like kind of crazy because I'd been praying. I, I I struggle a lot with pride and I'd been praying a few nights before that God would just kind of like send me some type of humiliation just kind of to make me realize that like I'm not on top, but like to just remind me like I'm a child. I am, you know, I'm at his feet. I am just... I'm where I meant to be, you know, don't, don't try to be the better person in every situation, right? And I was reviewing my day and reviewing some points in my day when, like, I felt bad or, like, I felt sad. And I realized that, like, each of those points were points when God had, like, had, like, come to me right there and shown me, like, who I am in a way that maybe I didn't want to see but that I I definitely needed to see and it was just this big wow moment for me in adoration because I was like oh my gosh my prayer was answered and even though those like moments of humiliation in the day there were like three of them I think they made me really sad at the time but I was so happy during adoration when I realized that I'd been humiliated and it was kind of amazing because I'm like, you wouldn't expect humiliation to like make you happy, right? right? But I was just so happy that like God had answered my prayer. That is awesome. Wait, what night was that? Oh, when was it? Oh, I think it was like the second to last night. So like Wednesday maybe. night, right? Yeah, maybe. No, no, it wasn't Wednesday night. Maybe no, because we did, because yeah, because I remember we we didn't have like. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like adoration during night prayer on Wednesday because we already had the exalt. Right. Yeah. So it must be either Tuesday or Thursday. I think it was. I think it might have been Tuesday. Okay. I I think that's what it was. Okay. I, at least I think. I don't. I don't know. I have. I don't know either. Everything's but, like. Yeah, everything from that week was like a blur. Yes, it felt like three weeks long. Yeah, but like. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, but anyways, funny story. Uh, that my kind of powerful experience also has to deal with that. So, you might be one thinking like, oh, this camp, or not camp, but like summer institute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I made that mistake too. Okay, fine. <laughs> you might be thinking, oh, this sounds maybe interesting. Like, what's it called? We're kind of. Gosh, this episode's gonna be like an entire like plug thing. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm pretty sure FD would really enjoy this. But anyways, Dorothy and I went to this thing called Tole Lege. And you might be thinking, like, what? Huh? What's that? Basically, what it is is that we went to uh the seminary. And in the morning, we had, like, philosophy and theology classes for, like, about a week. And then toward, and then, like, in the afternoon and evening were a whole bunch of fun activities. Like, we went to Top Golf. We went to tour different churches. We went to, like, the, we went to, like, a really good pizza place. We went to go yeah. get tacos. We, we went to the food bank to like learn about the issue of hunger and y'all it you if you live like close to where this camp is or summer institute is please 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 come it is one of the best experiences you will ever have mm-hmm. and I had the absolute, like, honor to go during the first week, which is where the most hype is for it. Um, and that's actually where I met Dorothy, so... Yes! Yeah, woo! Alright, so... My... So my kind of experience is, like... So, like, how everything, like, ended... Like, how we ended, like, pretty much each day... Uh, at Tole Lege, um, we would pray night prayer, so part of the liturgy hours, like I said before. But we would pray it like in the sanctuary of the chapel at the seminary, and it would be during adoration. So that was like really, really cool, um, and. I was kind of just like, you know, like reflecting on like a lot of things. Cause like just before we had night prayer, we watched a movie where the main character, like one of his main motives was to get his like long lost, like girlfriend, like from like these really bad people which I feel like is like the plot of like a ton of different movies <laughs> um 
and I was thinking about like the scene where he finally finds her and he just like hugs her so tight and he and he says I found you I found you and I was like replaying that um during adoration and I was like and I was like wait lord why does this keep on like resonating with me like like I don't get it like Mm-hmm. And and later, like he revealed to me that Seely, I found you, you as like a singular person. That is all that my love for you kind of seems. That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh! Like. And I and it wasn't like a moment where I was like, like obviously some people in prayer like have like super duper strong emotions. Like one of my one of the girls from my youth group, every single time she's in adoration, she cries tears of joy, which is absolutely beautiful. That's amazing. I know, and it's. But, like, this moment where the Lord was, like, I found you. It's, like, I love you. You. Not them. Just you. Oh, of course he loves everyone. But, like, he, but he loves us with such an intense love that it's as if there's only one of us in the world. An individual love. Yeah, exactly. And... I was just, like, mind-blown. My heart just, like, I don't know. It felt like it was on fire for some reason. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, that's, and it was really, really beautiful. And that was probably, like, the craziest thing that happened at at Tole Lege because I kept on like, you know, praying, like, Lord, like, let this retreat be something that you will show me your love for me in a new way. Because, mm-hmm. because, because I had, because I went to confession before I went to Tole Lege, and my penance was to find, or, like, look by the time after confession to when I was supposed to leave for Tole Lege, I was supposed to sit with Jesus and ask him what is one thing that I was looking forward to for Tole Lege. And that was the one thing. And it seems like it was fulfilled. Yeah. And gosh, wow. and gosh darn it, it makes me want to go back. I know. It's only for rising seniors. I know. So, like, if if you are currently a rising senior, well, not at the time that we're recording this, but if you hear this later on and you're like, oh, I'm a rising senior, do it. Go to Tole Lege, also known as Catholic Nerd Camp, also known as AP Catholicism. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of work, 
it really isn't. It's just a heck of a lot of fun. It's just so much fun. You get to hang out with some of the best seminarians ever. And your and the chaplain is pretty dang awesome. Yes. So, please, please, please. Check it out. Check it out. If you are within a reasonable driving distance from Ohio. But Dorothy is an anomaly because you live in North Carolina. I do indeed. <laughs> and it was worth it. It was so worth it. I'd do it a hundred times again. Mm-hmm. We now have a plan to get Dorothy back to Ohio. <laughs> but kidnap me. <laughs> kidnap you. I don't know. Is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs the law when you're having fun? That's fair. That's fair. Gosh, everything was just shows like, oh yeah, we're such good influences. And then you just said that. Yeah, I mean, hey, that that was not not my words. That's those are the words of a dear friend of ours. Yeah. Got that to Christina. Christina. Oh my gosh. All right. So to kind of sum everything up. So, Dorothy, what's our marching orders? What do we do now? Be uni- uniquely yourself in front of the Father. Mm-hmm. Be uniquely who he made you to be in your prayer. Don't try to pray like everybody else is praying. Find your way to pray. And if you're having trouble with that, ask God to help you find that. Mm-hmm. That's another that's a, that's a prayer right there. Yeah. Just say, just say, Lord, help me find a way that I can get to know you more. Yeah. What way Be should intention- I? Exactly. Be intentional. I feel like that's another key thing. Being intentional. Like, like we, like we can just be like, oh yeah, like. Like, yeah, God, like, this happened, and this happened, and this happened. But, like, also ask, telling God, like, how it made you feel. Like, go throughout your day. Like, this was probably one of the better things, one of the aw- more awesome things about Tolly Lega is that after night prayer, we'd all meet, like, in the side chapel, and we'd always do our happies and crappies of the day. So that's kind of, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's, like, doing your low points and then your high points of the day. Very important. And it's a great way to like reflect on like, okay, where was God in, in the day? Where was he in the, in the good of it all? Where was he in the bad of it all? You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to add, Dorothy? I don't think so. This has been awesome. Yeah. All right, so why don't you close us out in prayer? I will gladly do so. All right, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Father, we thank you for this time together. Uh, We thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to spread your word and your truth. And um, 
We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us today. We pray that you will be with us always in all the words that come through our mouth, in every action that we take, in all of our relationships. We pray that you guide us and that you help us to spread your truth and spread your word to all the ends of the earth. Um, and we pray that our Blessed Mother Mary, who loves us so dearly, will help us to find our way to the Father and um, through Jesus Christ. We pray that she will teach us how to love him and that Jesus will be with us and teach us and show us how he wishes to be loved. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this awesome and really insightful episode. Thank you, Dorothy, for joining me. That was awesome. This was so much fun. Thank you, Celie. Of course, no problem. So if you guys have any questions that you want answered so you might be thinking like wow this episode was really great but i still have a little bit more questions can you dive deeper on this topic or if there's any other topics that you guys want to talk about like not trying to get like too political or everything but y'all know what's happening like especially like in the u.s with certain things going on and you might be thinking well can you please do like an episode on this or anything like that I'm going to have a Q&A box in when I post this episode and you guys will be able to submit any questions that you have. And if you want to see more content, feel free to check out to check the FLC Instagram page. That's FLC underscore podcast so that you'll be able to see other content there. But until the next episode, God bless, guys, and thank you so much for joining. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.